Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, April 19, 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Carmelo and Lala Anthony, Julia Roberts, Prince, Bill O'Reilly, Gabrielle Union, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectoral. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Britney Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm lending my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to make sure you follow us every week, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash bestentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just type in T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny. 58 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's tuning in on the computers, on the phone line, and in the chat room. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And if you want to know more about the show, or if you can't tune into the show live every week, make sure you listen to us on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a website of over 75,000 plus radio shows and podcasts. 
where you can just type in Daff Entertainment Online Radio and listen to the archives. You can also listen to the archives here on BTR, and you can also listen to the archives on iTunes. That's right, we're on iTunes as well. Lots to talk about, as usual. You know, I just came, we just had a two-week hiatus. I've been on vacation, but in the past two weeks, a lot of things have happened. You know, they said that you miss two weeks, you miss a lot, right? <laughs> well, you know, since we've been off the air for about two weeks, a lot of things have been happening in the entertainment world. Uh, we just lost funny man and storyteller uh, Charlie Murphy, who happens to be the older brother of Eddie Murphy. Uh, also, uh, Janet Jackson separated from her husband. Britney Spears ended her, uh, well, she's getting ready to end her Las Vegas residency in December. And uh, this Friday is the first anniversary of Prince's death, which we will be talking about later on in the show. Jennifer Gardner and Ben Affleck, they filed for divorce. And last weekend was the first the first kickoff week of Coachella, which started um, in uh, Indio, California. And we also celebrated an anniversary. Uh, April 16th marks the show, That's Entertainment Online Radio, 7th anniversary here on BTR. We have come a long way, baby. So, But I'd like to thank everybody who's been there from the very beginning, supporting the show, tuning in. Thank you again. Uh, without you, That's Entertainment wouldn't be one of our the featured shows here on BTR. So thank you again. And keep continuing to listen and supporting the show. This week on Entertainment, uh, That's Entertainment, we're going to be talking about uh, Lala and uh, Carmelo Anthony. Apparently they have decide to call it quits. Uh, there have been reports, you know, uh, if you are from New York and you are a fan of New York Knicks, you know, Carmelo hasn't been doing that well as far as on the courts. Uh, the New York Knicks coach, Phil Jackson, uh, made a comment into the media about how he felt that uh, Carmelo uh, is not giving the team that winning edge to get to the playoff, and he feels that Carmelo it's like he's giving him a free pass to just move on and maybe go to another team. But not only is Carmelo suffering from his uh, professional life, he's also suffering from his personal life because there's been alleged report why the reason that he and Lala have split. Uh, you know, they've only been married for seven years, but I'll tell you the latest. Also, People Magazine have put out their annual uh most beautiful uh, women women issue, and uh, matter of fact, fifth, the fifth time is the charm for this actress. I'll tell you who she is. Also, we get to we was talking about the first anniversary this Friday. We'll make the first anniversary of Prince's death. We have found out a lot about Prince within a year. Uh, some disturbing news as well as some positive news that's coming out. I'll tell you the latest. And uh, Bill O'Reilly might not be with Fox News for any uh, much longer. Uh, recent reports have come out about uh, sexual harassment, and uh, you know currently he's on vacation. But uh, Fox might be planning on extending his vacation uh, indefinitely. So, uh, and uh, beautiful Gabrielle Union, she can add author to her name. She's coming out with a new book this fall. And I think you'll like it. She talks, but she gets very candid. 
Uh, she tells some funny moments about her life and her career, and uh, you, I think you will uh, really support this book because it, it has Gabrielle Union's, you know, her personality, her you know, her funniness, her her joy, and uh, she, you know, she talks about the bad times as well. So, without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. <laughs> All right. Well, after seven years of marriage, it looked like NBA star Carmelo Anthony and actress Lala Anthony are calling it quits. Sources close to the couple said that the New York Knicks star, who's 32, and Lala Anthony, who's 37, are now living separately. As far as who moved out of the family house, that would be Lala. She now has her own place here in New York City now. And perhaps the problem with the with being called well, they said that the problem that's causing the split uh, it could be there's a lot of issues, like I was saying earlier, about the in, the current NBA season. It has been very extremely stressful on the marriage for several months. Uh, Carmelo has been plagued by trade talks with the Knicks looking to move him to another team. Those same sources said that the split is still amicable. They were together just this past weekend as their 10-year-old son, Cayenne, uh, at their, Cayenne, uh, their son's basketball game. So far, there are no plans for Anthony to uproot Cayenne from his friends and school here in New York. As TMZ po- pointed out, that the problem, it seems likely that Carmelo will have to get out of Dodge before just before, uh, like I was mentioning earlier when last week, when Knicks president, Phil Jackson, I'm sorry, he's not the coach, he's the president of the Knicks, uh, the Knicks franchise said that it was time for him to find another home. And meanwhile, the estranged couple who married in 2010, they, they're saying that they're not using the D word just yet, but for now they're just separated. Now, here's the latest. It has been alleged that Carmelo might have been involved with another woman who he got pregnant. And you can imagine Lala is not happy about this situation or any woman who was who's in this situation would be happy at all. Multiple sources said that the other woman often off, often works at a gentleman's club in New York City. Uh, they said that she is a dancer. She might be a stripper. She's claiming to be six and a half months pregnant with the NBA superstar child. This is according to TMZ Sports. We also hear that she had made it clear to Mello that she expects him to kick in for medical expenses and other baby-related costs. It should come as no surprise that sources close to both Carmelo and Lala Anthony are saying that the marriage had been rocky for a while, and while the pregnancy wasn't the tipping point, it certainly didn't help. So far, neither side has filed divorce paper, but we hear there's virtually zero chance of reconciliation. Wow. You know, just go back. You know, I don't want to sound like a cliche, but you know what? Why? I'm not surprised. You know, you hear these stories about these athletes. You know, it don't have to be athletes. It could be any man, whether you're a celebrity, if you're in the music business, or an athlete. They always fall for the same old trick. You know, they're married, they have wives, they have kids, but for some reason these women come out of the woodworks and they know how to trap these men. And these men are just, I don't know, they just fall for the okie doke every time. It's like they, they just, 
they just weak. I don't know how to explain it, but they just fall for it every single time. And I know Lala has a, you know, she's one of these basketball wives that, you know, she's just not just uh, walking around shopping all day and sitting at home and just enjoying her lavish lifestyle. She has a career, too, you know. Before they got married, uh, Carmelo had met uh, Lala when she was a, um, video DJ on um, MTV. She was a DJ at one time, and then as they got married, remember they had a reality show, La La Full Court. They broadcast the whole entire wedding for the world to see, and since then she has been doing a lot of acting. She's been in movies, TV appearances. She also had a cosmetic business. She had her own business, so she's been pretty busy. You know, not only being a wife and a mother, but she's also, you know, an entrepreneur. And, you know, and she can't travel with him all the time. You know, these basketball players, they have to travel to different cities, play all the different teams. She can't attend to every game because she got her own business to take care of. And then, you know, when they're not around, they're, that's when they slip up. So all we can do is just wish them the best and hopefully – it doesn't get ugly. It doesn't get to a point where their son, you know, their son is like, what, 10, 11 years old? So he's at that age where he can understand and see what's going on. Fifth time is the charm. Julia Roberts is more than just a pretty woman. People Magazine had named her the world's most beautiful woman for a record fifth time. The magazine announced Roberts' selection this morning. The 49-year-old actress has previously claimed the cover spot in 2010, 2005, 2000, and 1991. Roberts, who won an Academy Award for Aaron Brockovich, says she is very flattered by the experience. People's 28th Annual World Most Beautiful double issue will be on newsstand Friday. And it's been almost a year since Prince passed away, and to honor the first anniversary of the legend death, fans can look forward to an EP titled Deliverance, which consists of Prince Undiscovered Studio recordings from 2006 to 2008. The set is going to be released on April 21st via Ruge Music Alliance. The LP features six tracks, which was written and produced while Prince was an independent artist. The late musician wrote, then and then uh, with his then recording engineer um, Ian Boxell as a protest of injustice in the music industry, Boxell said that he hopes when people hear Prince singing these songs, it would bring comfort to many. I know it would be comfort for me as well because I'm always been a big Prince fan. He said that Prince once told him that he would go to bed every night thinking of ways to bypass major labels and get his music directly to the public. When considering how to release this important work, they decided to go independent because that's what Prince would have wanted. The lead single off the upcoming project has already been released. The track, which is also titled Deliverance, has like religious and intense vibes. Deliverance is now available for pre-order on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. And speaking of Prince, uh, we know that he died from an overdose of the painkiller but we also found out some very disturbing news. We found out that he was much more heavier into pills than we thought. We now know this because search warrants for his house released by the Minnesota, Minnesota authorities showed that Prince's drug problem was very huge. 
Law enforcement documents said that officers even found Ziploc bags with pills as well as envelopes containing pills. The doc, uh, the document also bared out what was previously reported that Prince Bodyguard was the person who went to Walgreens Pharmacy the day preceding the singer's death to fill pre- prescriptions, including uh, Percocet. Now, Prince also used an alias of uh, Peter Bravestrong, a name that was found on or connected to a suitcase that contained pill bottles along with the lyrics for the song You Got the Look. Now, here's an interesting key piece of info. Dr. Michael Schellenberg, the primary doctor who treated Prince, admitted to a detective that he had prescribed Prince Oxidone uh, the same day Prince OD'd on the jet just six days before he died. The doctor also put the drugs in Prince's bodyguard name. That's his bodyguard, Peter Bravestrong. Now, Prince would regularly get B12 injection before his concert to feel better, and they were set up through his managers. Uh, On a side note, it was also discovered that because he was once hacked and didn't trust uh, using the cell phones, he would just communicate through emails and landlines. So Prince never had a cell phone because he uh, once discovered that he claimed that he was hacked. So he didn't trust nobody. You know, uh, sad to say, you know, and, and you know what, it's, it hurts me to hear this kind of news because I've been a fan of Prince for a long time, and I know from early his earlier days how he always, uh, he, he went from, uh, he became a vegetarian, uh, he got really religious, he treated his body like a temple, uh, he did, and in his early career, he didn't believe in the drugs. He always led a clean life, but because of a hip injury, uh, and because he was a Jehovah uh, Witness, I believe, he um, never took care of the injury. And as he got older, you know, the pain became very apparent. And uh, you know, performing in those boots, those heels, and jumping across the stage and doing splits, he really actually hurt himself. And then, you know, as uh, later on in his the last couple of years, he walked with uh, he used to walk had his cane, not knowing that you know we was thinking that oh he was just just trying to sport a look, you know, making it you know I'm, I'm gonna rock this cane, you know it's you know I'm this is gonna be my hot look. But in actuality, he needed that cane to help him walk a little better. Anyway, um, just some sad news. But the good news is that we're going to get some new music from Prince. It should be out on Friday. So that is, there is a positive uh, note in uh, this one-year anniversary of his death. Uh, right now we have 18 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. We've been away for about two weeks. We had a two-week hiatus, and we're back. So I'm glad to, for everyone that's tuning in and listening in. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Bill O'Reilly may extend his sudden vacation much longer than he planned. A new report suggests that Bill may be able to return to the air may not be able to return to the air as the Murdoch family is considered to turn against him after the sexual harassment scandal explodes. According to New York Magazine, the Murdochs are leaning toward announcing that Bill is fired, although final decisions have yet to be made. Now, the Suns, 
James and Lachlan Murdoch, their reportedly are strongly suggesting that Bill need to get cut. However, their father, CEO Rupert Murdoch, doesn't necessarily think that firing Bill is a good move. Now, sources claim that the three are fighting over the fate of the embattled Fox News host. The fact that Bill is still Fox News' top-rated host make Rupert hesitate to fire Bill, being afraid of a steep drop in ratings should they decide to cut him. Now, a network insider said that Fox executives are alarmed by the severity of the ad revenue decline. The pressure from the Murdochs intensified as Bill's recent sexual harassment scandal had led a small group of protesters to gather outside Fox News headquarters in Midtown Manhattan yesterday, bringing various signs. The group of less than 100 people demand the ne- they demanded that the network to boycott the host, chanting, fire him and fire Bill O'Reilly. Now, Bill is currently accused of sexual harassment after a New York Times exposed the alleged sex scandal. The newspaper reported in early April that Bill and Fox News had reached multiple settlements of sexual harassment or other inappropriate behavior by the network primetime star. Bill, however, denied all the allegations blaming his fame, which made him a target for those who would harm and his employer. Now, shouldn't Fox News continue to have Bill on their show, Bill is set to return to the airways on April 24. Now, to be honest, if this was anybody else, he would have been gone a long time ago. He would have been out of there. You know, everybody is hollering and hooping and, and saying, you know, Bill Cosby needs to go to jail. This man is just, he, he did just as bad or even worse. And he's paying all this money to shut these women up. He's just as bad. So if that was anybody else, why? it just makes you wonder, why is this man still working? Why does this man still have a show? You know, something has to be done. And, you know, Fox have to, they have to make a decision to say, listen, we got to make an example and, and, and cause, because it's just, it's just going to get worse because they got more more groups, more and more women, advocates of women issues are going to protest and it's going to be a big deal. Uh, Gabrielle Union, she plays a hard-hitting news anchor on BET's and Being Mary Jane, and in her upcoming book, We're Going to Need More Wine, stories that are funny, complicated, complicated, and true, she revealed how fierce and funny she had to be in her own life. The 44-year-old actress said, quote, Throughout my life, I often wonder aloud, how the hell did I end up here? Why me? Not sure I ever found all the answers to those questions, but in the book I share my journey, the good, the bad, and the what the F. You will definitely need more wine for this one, unquote. The book, which will be released in October, is formatted as a series of essays. It will feature personal stories and reflection on a range of topics that continue to define the contemporary landscape, which is sexuality, womanhood, friendship, race, marriage, and beauty. There aren't surprising topics for Union, who recently spoke out in support of Planned Parenthood and is forthright about her relationship with her husband, NBA star Dwayne Wade. For fans, the book promises the same candidness and humor that made Union a star in the first place and offer her personal take on what it means to be a modern woman. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel reportedly have buried the hatchet and will return for Fast and Furious 9. Now, despite the alleged feud involving them during the filming of The Fate of the Furious, sources told TMZ that Vin and Dwayne had met privately several times since um, 
the since the animosity between them exploded on the set. Now, the report later suggests that the feud was all about the competition between the two actors. Both Johnson and Diesel reportedly decided to be the face of the franchise, but Johnson eventually acknowledged that it was Venn movie. Either way, the sources said that both actors were doing just fine to return for the next installment of the Fast and Furious movie series. Now, both Johnson and Diesel addressed the feud during the Fate of the Furious premiere right here in New York City on Saturday, April 8th. Johnson, who was interviewed separately from Diesel, gave a response to his Instagram rant last August. Uh, This is what uh, Dwayne said. He said, uh, just like in life, you have different philosophies and people have different fundamental philosophies on how you do things. And again, the most important thing is just the movie. So I'm happy that they said they're here in, in New York City and he's happy that the fans love the movie. Meanwhile, Diesel suggested that he and Johnson still care about each other very much. Uh, this is what Diesel said. He said they still love each other. He calls uh, Johnson, Dwayne The Rock, his boy. And he said when he, ma- when he makes a difficult decision, he calls D- The Rock and said, Brother, I will be there to shoulder to shoulder with you to make sure it's the best movie in history. And they delivered the Fate of the Furious is currently screening in the U.S., while Fast and Furious 9 will hit U.S. theaters on April 19, 2019. And uh, speaking of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he just broke sneaker records. I didn't even know he had a sneaker line. But uh, the wrestler turned biggest star in Hollywood confirmed via Instagram that his Rock Delta tennis shoe line has not only sold out, but has officially become the fastest-selling shoe of 2017. He wrote on the social media site the goal was to make a phenomenal training shoe, but he didn't want to just slap his name on a shoe and promote it. He said that's the easy way and that's not his style, but he wanted to take his time and do it right. The shoes sold out globally in just one day, and the company is working to restock the product. And Kylie Jenner has landed her own reality show titled Life of Kylie, and there's no word yet if the series will show how she allegedly spent a ridiculous amount of money to keep failing rapper Tiger in her life and faithful. Now, according to E, the new show is going to premiere this summer, and it will expose a personal, more intimate side of the makeup entrepreneur as she managed her celebrity persona, her multimillion-dollar company, and just being a teenager. And along with highlighting her relationship with her family and closest friends, including Jordan Woods, the eight-episode docuseries hoped to reveal the real woman behind all the lip kits, the fancy cars, the mega mansions, the glamorous Instagram photos, and the filtered Snapchat stories. And Kid Rock is officially engaged. He recently proposed to his girlfriend, Audrey Berry, presenting her with a large oval diamond ring. The two have been dating quietly for nearly a decade, keeping their romance out of the public eye. In some photos obtained by TMZ, Berry was seen wearing a huge diamond ring on her left hand during a cruise trip a few weeks ago. She was captured staring at the ring while smiling. Um, Kid Rock was previously married to Pamela Anderson in 2006. They first met in 2001 at VH1 tribute to Aretha Franklin. They were reportedly engaged in 2002 but called it off. Four years later, they got married after Anderson got pregnant. However, she miscarried while filming Blonde and Blonder. 
Anderson eventually filed for divorce in 2007, citing irreconcilable differences as the cause that marriage was heavily publicized by the media. And Richard Simmons was admitted to the hospital on April 17 due to severe indigestion. The fitness icon who had been missing since 2014 was reported to be dealing with several health issues. This time, Simmons suffered from another illness, making people wonder whether he'll be able to get better. Simmons' whereabouts had attracted attention since a podcast titled Finding Richard Simmons became viral. His former therapist claimed that Simmons was being held hostage by his housekeeper, Teresa Revelis. However, his rep said in a statement that Teresa is the housekeeper, she's the caretaker, she takes impeccable care of Richard. LAPD responded to the allegation and conducted a welfare check on Simmons. The police later said it was perfectly fine and said that he was perfectly fine and happy dismissing all rumors. And they said that uh they also said that the the that Teresa Rivellis was not holding him hostage, so he can go wherever he please. And King Kong is heading to TV. That's right. The infamous Massive Monster is getting his own TV series, King Kong Skull Allen. The project is developed by Marvista Entertainment and IM Global Television. Unlike the movie, the TV version will be led by a female hero. It will be the first live-action TV program in the Kong universe. The series will be a contemporary continuation of the classic movie featuring multicultural assemblies that delve into the wonders and horrors of Skull Allen and its origin. In the newest movie reboot, Kong Skull Allen, the giant monster is fighting uh, reptile skull crawlers, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, and Brie Larson among the cast. A part of the legendary monsterverse, King Kong will be pitted against Godzilla in the next movie, Godzilla vs. Kong. Right now we have here uh, 1.30 here on the uh, East Coast. If you're just tuning in, you listen to another edition of That's Entertainment. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, TLC is back. Remember a couple of years ago they were sending they set up a gold fund to uh come up with money to put out their upcoming uh, album well it's finally the well the first single is officially here, and I'll tell you the latest also little Wayne has officially switched labels that's right he's uh they're saying that the word is is that he's no longer with cash money and that he has joined jay z's label rock nation also coming up uh queen latisa has been very busy she's adding um more to her media empire and i'll tell you what it is including a new travel channel miniseries and uh, Mel B has reportedly blocked her husband, uh, Stephen Belafonte, from assessing all of her bank accounts. All those stories and more are coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Peabods and Chili recalled their glorious and gleeful days uh, back in the past. Way back is the first taste of TLC final fan-funded forthcoming album. The group set a goal of 150000 in 2015, but they got as much as 430000 T-Boz and Chili previously said that the upcoming record will stay true to the TLC sound, always confronting the real issues and life experiences they, that we all must face every single day, everywhere. The album has been delayed several times, but the group manager, Bill Diggins, recently announced that the release date would be on June 30th. And Miley Cyrus is returning to music soon. The Wrecking Ball hitmaker has been added to the lineup at New York's radio station WBLI Summer Jam Concert, which will be held at Jones Beach Amphitheater on June 16th. Molly is also set to appear at KISS FM Wango Tango at the StubHub Center in Los Angeles on May 13. Other performers including Miley's sister, Noah Cyrus, Katy Perry, Maroon 5, Nile Horan, Michelle Gunn Kelly, Zed, and Camilla Cabello. Now, back in March, uh, Miley Cyrus' dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, hinted that his daughter was working on some new music. And uh, he also uh, said that fans can... Uh, that, well, he, he also talked about the speculation between Miley and Liam Helmsworth if they have they tied the knot yet. Now, back in 2016, Miley became a coach for the 11th season of the singing competition series The Voice as a replacement for Gwen Stefani. And has Lil Wayne officially switched labels? Well, the hip-hop superstar surprised fans when he performed at Slippery Rock University in Pennsylvania on Monday, April 10. He made a sudden announcement which sparked speculation that he had officially left Cash Money and joined Jay-Z label Rock Nation. Now, after sharing the surprising news, Wayne made a diamond sign with his hands addressing Rockefeller Triangle iconic gesture. He then continued the show without giving further information about his sudden announcement. Now, rumors of Wayne joining the Z label has been actually been circulating for years, so the recent announcement could be another false alarm from Wheezy. And prior to this, he teased a deal with Rock Nation, which turned out to be a partnership with Jay-Z streaming company Tidal in 2015. Now, since Weezy was involved in a feud with Cash Money CEO Birdman regarding legal issues, he has blasted the label on his performances. He made it no secret that he wanted to join Rock Nation and move out from Cash Money. And just when you thought the era of another reality show with women fighting was over, think again. Actually, it's not a real reality show per se, but it's a scripted drama about a reality show. It's called Daytime Divas. The new VH1 show stars Vanessa Williams and Tashina Arnold, among others. The drama is based on former The View co-host star Jones' book, Satan's Sisters, and follows the behind-the-scenes drama on the set of The Lunch Hour, a popular daytime TV show. The cast and showrunner of the show has been announced. In March, Vanessa Williams was announced as the lead in the series, where she will star as Maxine, the creator and host of the fictional talk show, The Lunch Hour. Now, Williams co-host on the show within the, uh, within the show will be Tashina Arnold. You know her from Martin. She plays a character by the name of Mo. Chloe Bridges will be Kibby. And Cam, uh, Camille Guati as Nina and Fiona Goldman as Heather. Now, rounding out the cast is VH1 favorite and hit the floor star McKinley Freeman, who starred as Maxine's son and a producer of The Lunch Hour. 
Daytime Diva is inspired by Star Jones' 2011 book, Satan's Sister, a novel of fiction, and is set behind the scenes of the longest-running daytime television show, chronicling the fireworks that erupt daily between the five female co-hosts. On screen, they are best friends with five very different points of view, but behind the scenes, they inhabit a world of power struggle, cat fights, and cocktails. And Queen Latifah is adding to her media empire by creating a new travel channel miniseries titled Best Place to Be and a new stand-up competition TV show titled Knock Knock. Sources close to the Queen said that she will be the executive producer of Knock Knock, a reality show that follows four up-and-coming comedians in their daily lives as they hustle for their big break in Hollywood. Latifah will work alongside longtime producer partner Otis Best, and they'll hire Chanel, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Chappelle show vet Donnell Rollins to host. Now, the winner will open for him and host their own stand-up special. Meanwhile, Latifah will also invite audiences to discover the world through the eyes of Hollywood most adventurous with Best Place to Be. The series will find the award-winning talent hopping on motorcycles in Rio de Janeiro to connect the people and bring their rich culture to viewers. The four one-hour episodes are features noted personalities, Anthony Anderson, Jason Biggs, and Mary Louise Parker. Meanwhile, Latifah will also invite audiences to discover the world through the eyes of Hollywood most adventurous with Best Place to Be, and uh, and we'll get to see all these places that she's been going to. And, you know, with the recent uh, controversy over United Airlines, uh, Queen Latifah had made a, a comment in the news about that we should continue to fly United. Um, I wasn't able to get to that story, but uh, look it up and see what she meant by uh, supporting that uh, controversial airline. Also, Queen Latifah, speaking of Queen Latifah, she and Jill Scott has joined Lifetime original movie about the water contamination crisis in Flint, Michigan from Sony Picture TV. A share was previously attached to star in and executive produced, but pulled out the last month uh, citing a serious family issue. The movie received some backlash for casting share, a white woman at the center of a narrative about the, the majority black city. However, other brushed off the com- uh, complaints by noting that white and Latina women had been affected by the water crisis as well. Queen Latifah will serve as the executive producer on Flint alongside Craig Zadden, Neil Marin, and Katie Couric. Directed by Bruce Barraford from a script by Barbara Stepanski, the story was inspired by the Time Magazine cover story, The Toxic Tab, by Josh Sandberg. And uh, Mel B. has reportedly blocked her husband, Stephen Belafonte, from accessing all of their bank accounts. The freeze comments the divorce, child custody, and restraining order battle with her ex heats up. Now, Mel claims she was abused. Uh, she was an abused woman during the relationship with Belafonte and that he forced her to have a threesome and control her $50 million finances. Meanwhile, Belafonte is said to have contacted ex-Nicole Contreras, whom he was convicted of assaulting, and whined about his cash flow being cut off. Nicole says she regret not warning Mel about his abusive behavior. Now, Mel has also indicated that she doesn't want to pay spousal support to Belafonte. Meanwhile, he has filed for an allowance and demanding she cover his hefty legal bills. 
The couple is also preparing to battle for custody of their five-year-old daughter, Madison. Belafonte also wanted to remain a constant figure in the life of the daughter she had with Eddie Murphy. Mel B. had obtained a court order banning Belafonte and their former nanny from releasing any sex tapes featuring her. Of course, Belafonte denied all the allegations against him, and his lawyer said that Ms. Brown is creating further hysteria and seeking meaningless court orders. Mel B. has been trying to put her divorce drama aside as she gets back to working and filming in California. She was spotted on location shoot in Inglewood uh, this week, uh, days after her split from husband Stephen Belafonte turned nasty. She filed for divorce from Stephen last month after 10 years of marriage. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break. And when we come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the week. Don't go anywhere. Love you too much, love you too much, love you too much, love you too much. 
K. Michelle, Rick Ross, and uh, uh, I think that was uh, Ty Dollar Sign, I believe. No, I'm sorry, Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous, I get them all mixed up. Right now we have here about 11 minutes left remaining in the show, and for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, you know, I was talking about uh, last weekend was the first weekend of Concello, uh, but apparently, uh, in the Instagram post on Sunday, uh, Drake had attended the Madison Club. Um, he said that uh, he was—he felt like he was racially profiled. Uh, he said that the private residential community in La Quinta, California, racially profiled him a day after he made a surprise performance at the Coachella Music Festival. Uh, he said that, uh, this is what Drake said, quote, he said, the most offensive place I ever stayed at in my life and the staff who picked and choose who they are going to accommodate based on racial profiling, unquote. And then that's when Drake captioned a now-deleted Instagram image of the Madison Club logo. A spokesperson for the club could not immediately be reached for comment. The swanky home district, which features its own country club, is just a few miles away from the Coachella Festival Ground, which are located in Indio, California. He did not disclose any specific incident during his stay at the Madison Club, but that didn't stop fans from supporting the artist by flooding the venue's Yelp page with poor reviews. Nearly 5,000 people so far has commented on Drake's post, including the club itself, which said, uh, we're trying to get the issue fixed as soon as possible. They said customer satisfaction is their number one priority, and to experience such a thing is embarrassing for them. Uh, they said that they're sorry for the inconvenience, and they will be issuing a formal apology to, uh, I guess, to Drake and to the public. Uh, they also will be investigating this, and they do not tolerate racial discrimination. Uh, by the way, Drake wasn't scheduled to perform on the Concello lineup, but made an unexpected appearance during Future set on Saturday, performing hits like "Fake Love" and "Jump Man." And uh, speaking of Drake, uh, Drake just got his uh, home recently broken in by a young lady who took some soda and some water. What is with these uh, women breaking into the, you know, what was it last year? Uh, was Chris Brown, some woman went in his bed and she broke in and it's just crazy. Uh, speaking of Chris Brown, um, it's not, ref- he's not referred to as a uh, a bad boy in trouble for no particular reason. You know, he has this label now. And it seems that wherever he goes, trouble seems to follow him. That appears to be the case where reports said that he punched a photographer during a brawl in Tampa, Florida. Uh, The story goes that Brown was at a joint in Tampa called uh, 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 Aha Channel Side. 
uh, early Monday morning for a paid appearance. According to the facility management, their in-house photographer was taking pics when Chris and his entourage arrived around 1.30 a.m., but Chris' team uh, said that they didn't want no photos. Later, while Chris was in the DJ booth, the photographer tells TMZ he was taking crowd shots from behind Brown, and when Chris noticed, all things went left, so to speak. Uh, the photographer said that Chris jumped over a couch and punched him in the face while he was cornered. In the video, uh, they said that Chris Brown is wearing red, the bodyguard is wearing yellow, and around uh, about the 22nd mark, you can clearly see that punches punches were thrown in the dark corner. Now, police were called, but Chris had left it by the time they arrived, and the photographer said that his lip got split open and his jaw hurts. He seek, he's, uh, he's seeking medical attention, and um, the key part is that he said that he is pressing charges against the entertainer. And after getting uh, dragged mercilessly by Wendy Williams and a lot of others on social media, it's no wonder that Tyrese Gibson is issuing an apology, uh, specifically after the actor-singer posted some ill-advised comments earlier this week about the way self-respected women should conduct themselves. In rather a long social media post, the Fate and Furious 8 star admitted to misspeaking when he encouraged women against settling for a man and then accused sluts, skeezer, hoes, tramps, and overly aggressive, permissive women for not having any standards during an interview with BET that was published Monday. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the interview, but he goes on to say that uh, women out here are, are active in these streets. They go into lunches and dinner every night. They're on private planes and they're jet setting. They're on mega yachts and uh, they're never without and how come it comes with a, he said it comes with a cause and you gotta put a lot of miles on yourself down there referring to the genitalia and but after this broke out he comes on Friday with a whole tone he just changed his whole tune and he wrote on uh, Instagram saying that his mother taught him better that he he learned his lesson in life that you have to not always say and how you choose to say your words, and he goes on for the record that he's not a misogynist, he's not a male chauvinist, or he don't mean to be flat-out mean. His intentions were not to, he knows that his intentions were there, but he knows his delivery was horrible. And they're saying that if it wasn't for his wife who felt, terrible she didn't she didn't appreciate what he said either that he wouldn't be coming out with this so-called apology he said that um his choice poor choice of word and his approach to his message he said that he wants people to accept his sincere apology for his poor choice of words but he just he's not apologizing for the um you know he's not apologizing for what he's saying, but just how he said it. I guess how that makes sense. Um, this is what how I feel about, uh, you know, and this is not the first time Tyrese went on some kind of rant talking about women, uh, specifically black women. Um, I remember he had said something out of pocket a couple of years ago. I used to follow Tyrese on Twitter, and when he said that, what he said a couple of years ago, I unfollow him. You know how you get 
Um, you know how you get back at celebrities like this that that talk crazy like this, and especially when they label women and down and 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 make them uh, downgrade them and say the derogatory comments or just make them just act like a real jerk labeling these women. You hit them where it hurts in their pocket. We ladies who love Tyrese, who felt that he just stabbed us in the back or stabbed our heart. This is how you get back. You unfollow him on Instagram and Twitter. You stop buying his music. You stop watching his movies. That's where you get revenge. That's where you you hit him where it hurts. Because without his fans, a lot of these women that he's talking about, uh, you know, that doesn't go across good with the fans. And he doesn't realize what he's done. So instead of us getting mad, ladies, just get even. Don't support anything that he does because this is crazy. You know, you're labeling women, you're generalizing that all women are like this. Now, this might be women he might have dated in the past, but not all women are like this. And what's wrong with living a nice life? You know, everybody likes to have fun and live the high life once in a while. He makes it seem like it's so bad, and he makes it seem like every woman are out here to achieve this kind of lifestyle that it's all about, uh, you know, trying to throw out, you know, throw their body out there first in order to achieve the life. And that's not necessarily the case. So hit them where it hurts. Don't support anything that he does. Um, Matthew knows who remains in control of the business affairs for Destiny Child was working on a series of projects for the group which included a biopic and a world tour. Now, bad news for fans, Kelly Rowland has squashed those uh, rumors or plans, confirming that it may be a long while before she reunites with Beyonce and Michelle Williams on stage. In an interview with Us Weekly, Rowland said that she and the ladies haven't even discussed getting the group back together. Williams, Rowland, and Knowles last performed together at the 30th Annual Stellar Award in Las Vegas, and the trio gave a memorable performance during Beyonce's halftime show for the 2013 Super Bowl. And Jay-Z uh, is reportedly uh, pulling his entire disc, uh, music, I should say, from Spotify due to business motives. The hip-hop star is the co-owner of the music streaming service title, so his decision to remove his music from Spotify sparked speculation that it is a business tactic to beat Tidal's competitor. A rep for Spotify claimed that some of Jay-Z catalog has been removed as the request of the artist. Now, there's only a few of Jigga's albums which can be found on Spotify, two collaborative albums with R. Kelly, Best of Both Worlds, that came out in 2002, and Unfinished Business, that came out in 2004. They are still listed along with some collaborative singles, but all his solo albums have vanished from the streaming service. A recent report claimed that Jay-Z also gave similar treatment to Apple Music. And although there's still no confirmation from Jay-Z, the decision to remove his music from Spotify and Apple Music seemed to be a competitive move to make fans turn to Tidal. Now, Jay-Z wife, who has heavily invested in Tidal, Beyonce, however, she didn't pull her music from the streaming service, although her recent effort, Lemonade, is only available on Tidal exclusive. Jay-Z, whose real name is Sean Carter, he bought Title for $56 million in 2015. However, Title didn't seem to go well, too well in the streaming marketplace. Its subscription number is reportedly below $3 million. 
far behind Spotify with more than 50 million subscribers, Apple Music with 20 million subscribers. Other titled major artists investors are Rihanna, Kanye West, Nicki Minaj, Calvin Harris, Madonna, Alicia Key, and Coldplay. And uh, Beyonce has been named the most influential celebrity on Instagram, and each of her posts, get this, is worth more than $1 million. The social media uh, research company, the uh, DeMarie Analytics, uh, they estimated the figures, which is based on several factors, including a number of followers, post reach, engagement, and click rate. Beyonce's recent pregnancy announcement is now Instagram's most liked picture ever with 10.8 million likes from her 98 million followers. And uh, Janelle Monet, <laughs> she wants women to stop having sex until men start respecting the vagina. The singer and actress told Marie Claire, Claire that people have to start respecting the vagina until every man is fighting for our rights. We should consider stop having sex. She says she loved men, but not evil men. She would not tolerate that. Taking a cue from Spike Lee's film Chirac, Monet said that women should consider abstaining from sex as a means to help fight for women's rights. Mm. And uh, Emmy-winning America Crime co-star Regina King, she has reteamed with series creator John Ridley on a new project titled No Place Safe. Meanwhile, King New Drama Center on the Atlanta Child Murderers, which has been set up at FX, King is set to restart in the project as well as co-produce. The series is based on Kim Ree's memoir, No Place Safe, and inspired by her life story. And also, uh, this week we just saw the cutest picture ever. It's the, the picture of Janet Jackson's son, uh, Issa. Uh, this is the first child of the entertainer Janet Jackson and her billionaire uh businessman husband with Sam Amana who are now separated and on their way to divorce. Uh, Janet took to Instagram on Friday to share the adorable first pic of her baby boy in a sweet mother-son snap. The 50-year-old singer captured the touching shot of her three-month-old son yawning while she gave him a kiss on the forehead. And um, Janet gave birth to him like in the beginning of January. Meanwhile, you know, they're going... uh, she and her husband are being separated, and her husband, her soon-to-be ex-husband, just wrote a, a a personal letter, a loving letter, describing how much he loved Janet and respects her. And um, right now, they're just just doing their private. They're just living privately, and until how they're going to, you know, settle this arrangement, this marriage of theirs, and how to deal with their son. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.